Hey, it's Dr. Abby Metcalf, and you're listening to episode 65 of the Relationships Made Easy podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm uh, in this month of talking about self-awareness and mindfulness, and it's one of my absolute all-time favorite topics because it completely, completely changes the game in relationships. And without it, you won't remember to use all the great relationship tools you learned. And it's really one of the reasons you failed in the past. If you've tried things and they haven't worked, it's because this piece isn't dialed in. So I am spending this whole month really digging deep. And so that again, you can have bite-sized pieces, get a quick win today. I've got a great freebie for you today. Everything this month is just focused on you getting each little piece and being able to integrate it during the week with no muss, no fuss, and truly changing how you are in your world uh, into being feeling more connected and happier. And that's my goal. So there you go. So today I'm going to talk about why distraction is the termites eating at the foundation of your relationship. How do you like that? And really the the easy thing you can do to start changing that today. You know me, I've always got a good tip. I've got a great freebie today. Um, I'll talk about it in a minute. So, you know, first, before I jump in, I like to do a listener highlight. And um, today it's from a review that was left on iTunes by someone named Words by A. I love that. And they say, I love these podcasts. They give me a new way to think about my relationships and take specific actions to take to focus on the things that are important to me. Ethical, honest, and compassionate advice that I can really use. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Uh, and I do want to pull out the ethical word. Thank you. Honest, compassionate. Oh, wow. If I had to write what my goals were, I think I would have those. So thank you, words by A. Um, it really is, you know, my my thing is all about that. Not, you know, not having things out there that, uh, that don't work. Number one, that, you know, people say work, but don't not doing any kind of bait and switch, you know, not, not throwing something at you and then going, okay, now you have to pay me $800. Uh, you know, everything I have, everything I put in the podcast, I would pay money for, and it's always free in the podcast. So, um, I really, really appreciate that. Cause that's something I hang my hat on quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, I want to be really honest and direct and, but also full of my Jewish mama love. I like to give everyone the Jewish mama love. We all need it. So, um, or you can just call it mama love, however you want to say it. So the compassion's there too. So thank you. That was great. Um, and I did want to share, I realized I got some emails. Folks don't know that I have a weekly newsletter that I put out, which is all my little ramblings. If you're not part of it, you really want to be. Uh, I just share all the things that I'm thinking of, that I'm working on in my personal life, what's working with my clients and whatever I've got going on that's newsworthy. And I throw that all in the newsletter every week. Um, you can get on the list pretty easily. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's all over my website places to sign up. So, uh, but I did want to say that, that you can do that and you can opt out at any time. Again, I'm never unethical, so there's nothing sleazy. It's not hard to opt out of my email list. If you don't want to be there, um, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be there. It's so exciting. You hear all about me and all my craziness, but anyway, uh, and then lastly, again, today's freebie is going to be great. You can, um, come to the website, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast and get it. It's going to be a mindfulness tips starter kit just quick hits. There are going to be some things I'm not covering in the podcast today. Um, that because I, you know, just don't have time for everything. 
Uh, and I don't want to keep you here overly long. So there are going to be things in the mindfulness tips starter kit that I'm not going to mention. So definitely download that. It's free people. Um, and if actually, if you download that, you get on my, uh, you do get on the, the mailing list. So you would get my weekly newsletter. So you could do it that way too. All right. And again, everything will be on uh, show notes on my website, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 65. Okay, so let's get down to all this distraction business and how to change it and what I mean by that. So I want to give you this scenario because I, I, my clients come in all the time with this kind of stuff. You're at home working on a project, some project. Maybe you're the head of the yearbook committee at your kid's preschool uh, or <laughs> I love that we have yearbooks at preschools. Don't get me started. Anyway, or maybe you're just trying to figure out and, you, and you're, you know, you've got some new software that you have to learn to be a part, you know, to to do that, right. To, to figure out the yearbook for the preschool and you're trying to learn it and you're working on it, or maybe you're, maybe you're just working on a spreadsheet at home for your job. That's either, maybe you have a home, a job where you can work out of your home, or maybe you go into an office every day, but right this minute you're at home, you're working on this spreadsheet and you've got to get it in for this project. So an important client, let's say either way, you're, you're in there working, you're somewhere in the house working, maybe an office or somewhere off to the side and your partner comes in and the conversation goes something like this. Your partner says, Hey, you know, I hate to bug you, but I really need to know, you know, what you want to do for dinner. Cause it's getting late. Uh, maybe you have kids, maybe the kids are getting cranky, something like that. And you, here you are, you don't look up from your computer screen you go, Oh, you know, whatever you want is fine. I, I just need to finish this. And you're sort of on that. And then your partner says, well, well, when do you think you'll be finished? You know, they're, they're trying to plan dinner. They're trying to figure all this out. And you say, well, I don't know exactly. I, I've got to finish this tonight, though. And you're, you're getting annoyed. You're, they keep interrupting you. You're starting to get pissed. And then your partner says, well, do you want us to just do dinner without you? You know, I would wish you had told me earlier. I, I would have planned differently because now they're getting annoyed. And now you're really annoyed because they're not shutting up and they're not leaving the room. And you say, well, I don't have a crystal ball and I can't give you an answer right now. And, you know, you coming in here and bugging me is just making this take even longer. Maybe you said something brilliant like that. And, you know, your partner leaves in a huff. Now you're even more annoyed and you're really, you know, you're trying to do this work and now it's even harder to concentrate. Does this, I know this sounds familiar because you guys tell me about it. <laughs> I know you've had something like this happen, maybe even earlier today. And you know what? It didn't need to happen at all. I hate to break this to you, but it did not need to happen at all. It could have gone completely differently if you were more aware in the moment of that conversation. This is why mindfulness is so important. So uh, being mindful, again, a reminder, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, is all about being in the here and now, in the moment, non-judgmentally. That's what mindfulness means. It means in the moment you're keying in. And so if you were being mindful, here's what would have happened. Something like, you know, you would have stopped what you were doing when your partner entered the room. First and foremost, if you're mindful, you don't allow yourself to be distracted. So when something comes in like that, you would have actually stopped what you're doing. Now you might've stopped what you're doing and turned and said, taking that breath. And, you know, so I said, Hey, I, I just can't talk right now. You know, can we do this later or something like that? You might've, or you might've just waited and listened, but what you would have done is you would have stopped what you were doing when they entered the room just stopped what you were doing. Then you would have made full eye contact with your partner. That's what mindfulness does. It allows us to really be present. And you would have noticed that you were feeling irritable and anxious. You would have noticed it. That's where the mindfulness is. You, you notice your feelings and you would have 
So you would have immediately noticed these feelings and allowed yourself to relax and let them move in front of you, you know, like a cloud. I talk about that a lot, like just, you know, kind of a meta position where you see your feelings. You're not angry. You're having an angry feeling. You're not annoyed or bitchy or whatever. You're having a feeling that's one of those things. And you would have known that these feelings weren't you and that you had a choice in them. We have a choice. And how you're reacting to your partner, to the project you're working on, to everything. And from that patient, calm, more kind of meta place, you would have had a completely different interaction with your partner and everyone would have been feeling differently. Tell you that right now. Now, I'm not saying you wouldn't have had to tell your partner that you needed to skip dinner, you know, because maybe you misjudged the time or how much, you know, time it would take on the project, or maybe you just got really into it, you know, and just don't want to stop, whatever. And I'm not saying that your partner wouldn't maybe have been upset that you were missing dinner, but the difference is I'm saying the interaction would be way less charged. And we know this from the research. It would, wouldn't escalate into anything worse. Haven't you ever had that where something really tiny, like blew up? all over everybody. And you're thinking, what the hell just happened? I was, <laughs> I was in here doing this and all this, I was washing the dishes and all of a sudden my, my world blew up. Uh, and that you'd be connecting instead of disconnecting in some way, whatever that is. Uh, cause you, can you imagine, you know, if you would turn and said, oh, gosh, you know, I'm so sorry. You've been coming in here. You've been asking about dinner and I've been ignoring you. And I, I apologize. You know, it's not fair. Um, I have to tell you, I just feel really overwhelmed. I don't know what to do right now. You know, I'm just really feeling anxious about getting this in and I didn't plan well. Maybe you procrastinated all day. Some people do that. And now you're, you know, under the gun all of a sudden and you don't want to tell your partner that because you don't want them to go, well, I told you not to or whatever, you know, but you don't do any of that. Instead, you're just mindful. You're noticing what's going on. And again, hopefully not beating up on yourself. It's not about that. It's not about, oh, I was procrastinating all day. I'm such an idiot. I don't know what I was thinking. That's not mindful. It's not. It's accepting what is, you know, and here we are. And I still have to get this in by 11 o'clock tonight. Or maybe you notice, you know what, I don't actually have to finish this right now. This isn't due for a few days. It's my own anxiety that's making me want to finish it now. Let me take a break, be with the family and or be with my partner and then come back to it. Something like that. There's a million choices when you're mindful. There's feels like there's no choice when you're not feels like I just have to do this. Uh, you know, and there's all this urgency and craziness. So that's what mindfulness does. It does all these things. Now, the issue is that we spend so much of our time doing one thing while we're thinking about another. That's the thing. I talked about this in last week's broadcast. If you haven't listened yet, go on back there because I talked a lot about the research of Matt Killingsworth and how our minds are wandering about 50% of the time. And so these thoughts we have, but what's happening, we're thinking about something else. We're doing one thing. We're thinking something else. So I'm sure a lot of you have been in the shower and you start thinking about everything you have to get done that day. And instead of enjoying the shower, feeling the warm water, ooh, the shampoo in my hair, oh, it smells so delightful, whatever. Instead of that, you're thinking, oh, and I have to do this, and I got to get the kids here, and I have this work to do, and I got this, and I got that. Um, and you're multitasking in the shower. So what happens with all those thoughts is this anxiety starts to rise, right? Of course, you start to get a tiny bit anxious. You start to get a little nervous. You're starting to really, you know, do all this future tripping into your day. And that becomes its own thing. So these thoughts, so you're having these thoughts and they're creating feelings and those feelings are driving your behavior. 
and usually unconsciously, you don't realize it's happening. But so then maybe you get out of the shower and now all of a sudden you're feeling rushed because you realize how many things you have to do today. And suddenly you're snapping at your children or at your partner, or you're not listening to them and you're, you're still in your head thinking of all the things you have to do. Um, that's not, you know, that's a problem. The, so this is the issue you get on autopilot way too often and you make decisions from that place and you don't even realize you're making them. So and I say this to people all the time, the problem isn't that you've been intentionally making like unhealthy or bad choices. The problem is that you haven't even been aware you've been making choices. You've been making them and you don't realize it's a choice, but it is. So it's, it's like you've been sleepwalking in a way and, and you kind of wake up in it. And now the good news is that, of course, there's a way to turn off this autopilot and, and kind of dehypnotize yourself you know, and sort of in this other world. And getting in your life so you can think and act at your best, right? In your moments, you like really be on, really be in touch. And because you want to be acting from that moment, not reacting with old behaviors and habits. So, and the way you do that is what we've been talking about is to train your mind to be in the present moment in the here and now, again, non-judgmentally, as often as possible. And it's not possible to be there 24-7. So, you know, give yourself a break. But the more you do it, the better it is. And the mind is like a muscle in this way. You know, the more you direct it, the easier it gets to stay mindful and stay directed. And I hear people say all the time, well, I have a short attention span or my partner has a short attention span. People talk about short attention spans. We don't have such short attention spans. We really don't. You're able to, you know, I don't know, drive, you know, (laughs) not get in a car accident. You're able to, you know, go through the grocery store and pick things up and leave and pay the cashier and go out to, give me a break. You're, you're able to do things. The problem is having control over your attention. Um, when I go into organizations and I'm doing speaking, one of my favorite things to ask is what's the most important resource at this organization? And they, I always get the same answer. People say our employees, our employees are the most important resource. And I say, no, (laughs) it's your employees attention. Because we all know when you have employees who don't pay attention, they're not, they're not doing a good job. There's not good things happening. They're costing the agency probably money. They are likely losing customers. They are likely, right. There's a lot of issues with that. They're they're bringing morale down. So, so good people leave, all kinds of stuff happens. But when people are, are trained and they're, they're focused and they have attention, a very different thing starts to happen. And you really get a different feeling. Uh, you get, again, that productivity, creativity, all the good stuff. So your attention, your relationship is the same way. Uh, that is the most important thing in your relationship. There is nothing more beautiful than getting full attention from someone. Nothing feels like it. I think it's why people like coming into therapy. I mean, I am giving them my full attention. Think of that. You're sitting with me in a room or coaching, you know, whatever I might be doing. And you just have me, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not saying in the middle of some, someone sharing something, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm really hungry. You know, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I am giving people my absolute 100% full attention for that time that they're in the room with me. And I do try to do that everywhere. Now, the good news is my job trains me to do that, right? So I'm, I'm maybe a little better at that than the average Joe might be just anyway, because of how much I do it and how, again, it's like a muscle. But trust me, you can do this too. You can build this muscle, this attentional muscle, and you want to do that. So, and the other thing that happens, I want to really say this, that 
the the state of autopilot that we get into where we're just sort of going and we're not in our moments and we start future tripping and past tripping and all that other stuff, it also means we miss the smaller opportunities to connect because we're off somewhere else. And I use this example a lot. You know, you're in the you're in the house, your partner comes home and you yell like, Hey, how was your day? <laughs> they yell in, uh, fine. You know, there's no connection. It's a, it's a missed opportunity. It's because you were doing something else. You were, maybe you were cooking, maybe you were working, maybe you were taking care of the kids. You were walking the dog. You were doing something. You weren't just sitting in the house, staring at the ceiling. Although I'll say a lot of times people are sitting in the house watching TV or, or just watching something, a YouTube video, and they still don't get up and go do something again, because you're kind of distracted in that thing. It's not even like we're always doing something so important. You know, getting off your butt and walking over to the door, I say it all the time, is a huge thing to do. It's wonderful. And it's a really loving thing to do, to really have that thoughtfulness when you connect with somebody. So um, I I repeat things that work. I just want to say that. I've had couples do this, change this one thing and come in and go, wow, what a difference in our relationship. It's such a small thing, but but it's not. So... The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. What happens when you miss those small opportunities is because that's really where the relationship is built. What's the other thing I always say? Great relationships aren't built in a day. Great relationships are built daily. And you'll hear me say that again and again because it's true. So, and you build it through these micro connections. You, you know, yeah, you build it through, you know, the birth of a baby and buying a house together and having a wedding. Yeah, those are nice. But you don't do those things very often right? I don't think, um, <laughs> unless you're like the Duggars having babies every five minutes, but you know, in general, you don't do that. So you really want to focus on those small things as ways to connect. Don't think of them that way. Like I'm going to miss an opportunity. I don't want to miss an opportunity. So I'm going to really make sure I'm in my moments so I can connect. Okay. So all this distraction, all this autopilot is what leads to the misunderstandings, the frustration, the anger, the unhappiness, the resentment. Just like I was saying, if you're like working at your computer and your partner comes in, you end up getting in a big fight over nothing. It's again, because you weren't in the moment or you heard your partner and you were feeling upset about something else. And then that comes out with them. It had, that happens a lot, you know, our anxiety or our fear or things come out in these ways we don't intend. So that's why I say that distraction is the termites of your relationship. It is, it's eating at the foundation. It eats at the core and it definitely creates this distraction, creates an environment where people feel unappreciated, unloved and dismissed. If you're on, you know, if your cell phone buzzes and you're talking to your partner and you look down 
like literally like you stop looking at them and you look down, it's trust me, people feel dismissed. You just told them this phone is more important than you and what you were saying. That's what you said. Now, I do not think you would do that. Like if your boss called you in the office and, you know, had something to really say to you, I don't think if your phone buzzed, well, hopefully you don't have it on you, but if your phone buzzed, I don't think you'd be going, oh, oh, excuse me. And, or not even saying, excuse me, just, just looking and totally blowing off your boss. I don't think you'd have a job very long if you did that. And again, your relationship should be no different. So getting out of distraction for any, you know, that kind of autopilot where we just automatically look at our phones or automatically do things, getting off of that is critical if you want a healthy, connected, happy relationship. Now, the good news is it's not as hard as you think. It's really not. It just takes making mindfulness a habit, making that coming into the here and now a habit. And so again, with mindfulness, because you're aware of what you're thinking. So you don't let your thoughts and feelings blindly drive your actions and behaviors. That's how you end up feeling more connected with people. And really what I love about mindfulness is it puts me in control of my life. It gives me a, how do I say it? it gives me like a pause button. It gives me that moment to act, not react, which I talk about a lot. So a lot of times there's like some sort of stimulus in the environment and we think we have to react a certain way and you don't. There's a little moment in there. There's a, there's, it's actually a quarter second where you have this moment to think about responding. So, you know, your partner leaving the toilet seat up is a stimulus <laughs> and threatening divorce is kind of the unthinking reaction, right? Um, but sometimes we think that's the last straw. Here we go. Blah, blah. You know, it's, it's not what we want to do. So, so the thing I talk uh, about a lot to make mindfulness a habit, and this is, it's just the easiest, quickest route to get there is to set a reminder on your phone three times a day for a week. So for one week, so for the next week, until you listen to the next podcast, <laughs> I want, unless you're binging these, um, here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to set the, a reminder on your phone to alert you three times a day and you can pick whatever times those are. So that could be, you know, just spread them out. I don't care if it's 9am, 1pm, 6pm, whatever, but try to have them spread out during the day. Uh, and definitely have it during your work day or during school, you know, have it during those times. It's really good. It's good to notice how much on autopilot you are in autopilot activities. So it, don't save it for like, oh, Saturday, I have nothing to do. That's not when you want to do it. You want to do it when you're busy. Um, I mean, you could do it Saturday too, but especially when you're busy. And so what's going to happen is when you hear the alert, when you, when the little reminder goes off, all I want you to do is obviously turn it off, but is just think for a minute. I want you to, to just stop. Notice where your mind was. What were you thinking about? Where was it? Was it, if you were, uh, you know, I always use the example, if you were washing the dishes when the alarm went off, were you thinking about the dishes, how warm the water felt on your hands, the soapy, what, you know, the soap, the, the smell of the dishwashing liquid, whatever, or were you somewhere else? My likely you were somewhere else. So you just notice where that was. You gently gently bring your focus back to the present. So this is non-judgmental as possible, right? No, you know, yelling at yourself. Oh, why can't I keep my focus? What's wrong with me? Oh my gosh, I was daydreaming again. You know, don't do that. That's not helpful. So just bring it back and like, hmm. So <laughs> there I was. So, you know, be kind and bring it back to the present moment. So once you bring it back to the present, I'd like you to just, you know, sort of notice what, where you're at. Like, oh, I was, um, 
you know, thinking about, I don't know, whatever you were thinking about. And, oh, I'm really, actually, I'm feeling a little anxious now because I was off thinking about the argument I had with my partner yesterday or the fact that I need to get a new job or whatever. And so just notice it. Again, don't judge it. Nothing else. Just notice it. You know, kind of take that little breath and bring yourself back to, okay, what, what am I, where am I right now? So right now I'm in my home. I'm safe. Everything is good. There's nothing to be upset about right this moment. I'm not getting a new job or I'm not having the fight with my partner right this moment. I'm okay. And if you really don't feel okay, if you feel anxious, super anxious or worried, think of one thing you could do. So what could I do right this moment to shift that? And it's not just staying busy, you know, Maybe I can call someone, maybe I can journal, maybe I can meditate, maybe I can exercise, whatever. What can I do to help shift this space I'm in? Um, really, really good. So bringing yourself back to some awareness in the moment and uh, just just keying in, just keying into where you are. Now, one of the other things you can do is to uh, think about um, how, like if you're trying to be mindful each day, so I'm trying to say this well, if you're trying to be mindful each day, so if you don't want to just do these reminders on your phone for some reason, um, I also want you to think about, uh, any other way that you could check in with yourself. So, um, I have, uh, a pair of, of sisters actually I'm working with right now who are sending each other little texts during the day. Um, with their little mindfulness reminders, just to remind each other to be in the moment. And they're sending kind of nice little messages to each other. So you can like buddy up with someone and have some accountability, uh, telling someone kind of telling on yourself, like, Hey, I'm being more mindful now, you know, really helps. I, <laughs> I, um, I'm laughing at myself cause I'm sometimes so bad at this, even though I practice it. Uh, but you know, again, none of us are perfect. I was, I have sometimes an issue when I'm driving, I get impatient with the lovely California drivers and I get a little impatient. I do with you all. I'm sorry. And, uh, I, so, you know, the New York in me gets upset and I'm always behind. And I say this with love because I know people I love drive Priuses. They really do. Pri, how do you say that? But I feel like I'm always behind a Prius. <laughs> they always have the same Obama bumper stickers on the back. And I love Obama, but you know what I mean? It always looks the same. And I'm judging, <laughs> as you can tell from how I'm talking. But what happens is I get really impatient when I drive and I feel like they go too slow for me. Um, and so I, you know, I, I act crazy or they don't use their blinker and it's not just Priuses. So I apologize. It's all kinds of cars, right? Or I'm on the highway in the left lane passing and people are in the left lane, not passing or not. It just makes me nuts. So, um, but I was, I've been really working on this lately because I'm thinking, why am I in such a rush? What is my problem? You know, come on, I teach this stuff. Let's, let's cut it out. So I was really working on being more patient and my children tease me about this because they know I'm, you know, I do this in the car and that was especially what I was noticing. And I thought, I just can't keep doing this. My kids are noticing this. They're going to be drivers soon. I, I can't be showing them. I need to, I need to model good behavior in the car. So I was uh, driving with my Max to the chiropractor. Uh, this is like, two weeks ago now, we're driving to the chiropractor and which is all the way across town. Uh, we're here in Berkeley and it's in Oakland. 
And <laughs> as we're driving, I, was, I said to him, I go, have you noticed I've been so much better? I'm really um, being mindful when I'm in the car, you know, not to say things to people. And he, he's like, you just did it. He said, you just were complaining because we, of course, were going during rush hour across town. And I was in this long line of cars. See, I wasn't complaining about cars. I was just complaining about the traffic and how it wasn't moving. Uh, but I didn't even realize I was doing it. That's the crazy part. And he calls me out, thank gosh, and says like, what are you kidding? You were just complaining. You were just being impatient. And I thought, oh my Lord, I do this way more than I even realize. And I had already stopped myself 10 times from saying something I want you to know. So when I said that to him and I was uh, bragging, I thought I had been, I was going to get such a good response. So it's just really, I'm, I'm sharing this crazy story of mine to let you know that, I mean, I meditate daily. I, some days I'm awesome at mindfulness and other days I'm just not. And so I, Whenever that happens, I really use, you know, really key into it and try to, and, and I set the reminders on my phone. That's the thing I do personally when I need to get back to it. And so uh, that's what I was doing. And I put a little actually um, sticky on my steering wheel that says patience. And I've been, so I keep some stickies in my car right now. Uh, anyone's in my car can look for them and ask for them and I'll show them to you. I keep stickies in my car with, and I have some pens and I've been writing a new, and what I do is I get in the car and there it is. So it makes me think of it. I'm like patient, be patient driving. And then I, I crumple it though. And I, I throw it in my little garbage can there and I do a new one when I get out of the car. So when I get out of the car, I write a new one. And so actually, uh, right now my little sticky, um, in my car, literally, as I got out of for work this morning, uh, the thing I was trying to focus on was to breathe, to remember just to be, to breathe. I have a lot of stuff going on right now. There's a lot of pe moving pieces in my world. And I found, found myself on the drive to work getting a little anxious. And I, you know, I, but I was mindful and I caught myself. And so that's what's, when I come out of the office today and get in my car, it's going to say breathe. Um, it says breathe on my steering wheel. It's just like a little sticky in the middle. And I'm going to just, it's like, oh yeah, a little reminder to breathe. And I'll do that in the way home. So these are just, it, it really depends on who you are and how you like to operate, but I can't tell you or, you know, say enough that it's really going to help to try to set, not try to set the timer, the reminder on your phone for three times a day for a week. It, it, what happens is even when it's not going off your brain, this muscle's getting worked and it'll remind you to be mindful even when there's no reminder. So it's awesome. So it'll help you come off of that autopilot and get into your world. And there you have it. So, and I have some other on uh, my uh, mindfulness tips starter kit, which you can download uh, from, again, all over here. Uh, I have uh, some other tips, just like three quick tips for this week to get you going. Um, to, to put you in this right space for being mindful for the week. And they're easy, easy, um, quick things you can do. I really want you to download it because I really want you to start doing it. And, and again, bite-sized pieces. I used to give like 20 examples and <laughs> all this. Now I'm just doing a few. I've, I've listened people. Um, I, it's another good part of mindfulness is to really listen to feedback and be patient and take it in and, um, and try to act differently the next time. So there you go. That's today's broadcast. And I want you all to have a mindful, thoughtful, loving to yourself, self-compassionate week. And I will talk to you real soon. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com.